Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, tip. cats, the cats. Tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown, Kentucky. Touchdown, Kentucky. Victory, Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, there's buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. June 14th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen in the studio room. And we got producer intern Jacob in the producer room. Mm, good morning to everybody. Not a good morning if you are a stray cat that hangs around the Big X Sports Radio studio. We're out of cat food. I know, and there was three out there. I know. I was like, there's no way. They I was all... the last one here. I was running a little behind this morning. I was the last one here. And I was like, there's just no way these three goobers didn't feed these sweet little cats. So I was like, where's the food? I went up. I'm looking around. I was like, maybe they ate it all already, but I doubt it. There's a reason why. No yeah, food. Yeah. yeah. You, guys, you guys are still good. Well, Roush still a good guy. <laughs> I tr- I wanted, Looking out for the sweet kittens. I, I was really disappointed because I wanted to see if I could actually feed all three or if, you know. You can. You in. just got to spread it out. Right, yeah. right. That, that that was what I was Separate piles, separate corners. One of them, though, so I, as I was walking up, the more gray cat that isn't just stripes all over mm-hmm. came up. Uh, Probably the fittest of yeah, the bunch. Yeah, came up with me, uh, was kind of walking up with me like, ooh, it's food time. The the tiger stripe one started meowing at it, and it just gave him a little pop. Like, shut up! I'm the getting gray it. one. Nice. Gave... <laughs> yeah. Not intern cat though. Intern cat didn't get popped, right? I think intern cat is the gray one. Correct. Did the pop. oh okay. well okay. I, there's I, I, there's I, I, another I one that's hung around that's bigger than intern cat, but kind of looks like intern. Cat. Yes, yes. But you are right. Yeah. Okay. So little one. The, w- the little is... one gave the stripes Good. a little bit of a. That's the way I'm it should be. Some food, and then they're like, oh, okay. she was here first. Guess we got to share. Yeah, we gotta I, I'd like to think Intern Cat has just been kind of spreading the good word around the neighborhood. Like, <laughs> I've got this sweet soup kitchen down at the end of this road. There's uh, early, most mornings, not all mornings. Sometimes it's just a guy with a cutoff shirt just there by himself. He doesn't feed me. But if you got the whole gang there, it's a pretty sweet dish. So, you know, it's gourmet stuff, what the, they're the, putting the, in down the ro- end of this road. Not exactly a buffet, but, you know, you get your fill mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And the cafeteria on. So I'll need to swing by a, a pet store and get some more food for our, our cats outside the big Exports Radio studio. I think some people in the past have donated food, which was always really nice. But um, while I would say we gladly would take donations um, – Probably save it for the next one because we'll just go get some food immediately because we yeah. need some for these little cats. Intern Jacob, how are you? You gonna have a better day of the day, buddy? 
I'm good. Good attitude. I'm gonna try and I'm gonna keep it positive today. Good. That's what I like. To, that's what I like to hear. We felt like we kind of got the moody college teenager. You're not. Maybe teenager, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I feel like I got it, it the, the raw del- end of the stick there. You, well, it's that delay, man. Yep, it's a kick in the teeth. Yeah, it's pretty tough. It's pretty tough. Justin, how are you this morning? I'm good. Uh, yesterday was thoroughly entertaining for me being there for you kicking Jacob off. His, I mean, you were equally tw- to blame. Oh, I know. Oh, I was all to blame. That that was <laughs> what was so funny. Me and Jacob looked at each other like, "What the hell did you do?" <laughs> and so we just didn't have him talk the rest of the show. And he said after the show, he's like, "I can't even explain how many emotions are going through my head at that moment." <laughs> it's uh, that <laughs> delay. It was that, pretty. That funny. delay is it is brutal. Uh, good. Well, we're all here today. No delays <laughs> necessary. It was very funny too that Dad insult to injury. Uh, the podcast also didn't go up till what three o'clock. Jesus, it was a bad day. <laughs> was Why did one. the podcast it's, mess up? Because I can't so, tell you how many direct messages I so, get. Oh, when I the know, podcast and, I, and I know, and I feel for you when that goes down. Um, so it showed that it was uploaded when we left the studio. Then I went home to try to do the show post, and it just wouldn't let me access the show tracks. So I was under the assumption the whole time that SoundCloud was just having a moment. I'd have to wait to post the show. But then I get on at like 11, 30, 12 o'clock or whenever it was, and the show was not there. It was like not on the SoundCloud. So I, I truly have no idea what happened on that. So do, do we, did we learn any valuable lessons from it? Hang around two minutes longer to make absolute sure that it's uploaded. Cause it, so it has, it's go. like a two-part process. It like uploads, and then it processes it for playback. So I guess when I re-logged into SoundCloud, it had stopped on the processing for playback. So it uploaded it, it just didn't process it. Okay, well, so. good. I'm glad we eventually figured it out. And, uh, yeah, not, not, our, not our best technology day yesterday, but <sighs> such is life. It happens. At least it happened in summer radio instead of, like, the NCAA tournament, you know. Right. God forbid we'd have a show go wrong before UK loses to St. Peter's or something <laughs> like that. So, Roush, how are you? I'm okay. Yeah. Did you everybody stay up for the NBA Finals game last night? I did. I did. Third I uh, quarter. Stayed up late, uh, did the thing where we watched uh, a Stranger Things, so I missed the first half, and then uh, watched all of the second. That third quarter was really exciting. Uh, Celtics made a nice run, but um, man, it, Steph not even, Steph was 0 of 9, 0 of 9. That's and, unbelievable. And they still outscored the Celtics by 9 in the fourth quarter to take their win. The three by Jordan Poole. Whenever he hit that right before going into the fourth quarter, that's when you know. When, when when the other guys are making stupid, crazy big plays for the Warriors, they're really hard to beat. And that was that was when I was like, okay, it's, it's going to be tough for the Celtics to overcome this. Was it a 40-footer? I don't think so. 35? I, I don't think it no, counted. it, it yeah. was like 27 probably. Has there been yeah. another 35 yet? Or are no. you still sitting at one? I'm sitting at one. Man. Need another one. Need another one bad. But, uh, yeah, like Andrew Wiggins looks like a f- yeah, former kinda, number one overall draft pick. It's kind of fun seeing him. It's also one of those things, too, where have you're a, like, have a good series. man, this old Andrew Wiggins is is really putting his stuff together. It's like, well, he's only 27. That's it? Yeah. Wow. That is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah, pretty, pretty nuts. I fell asleep at the start of the fourth quarter, which, not surprising, uh, but did catch the fourth quarter. And kind of a snoozer of a fourth quarter. Yeah, Warriors yeah. really just put them to bed. Put, they the, really, ba- put they... the babies to bed. Now it goes back to Boston. When's that game? Thursday? Yeah. We're going to be an all-time great Thursday. 
So then it'll go third, and then if it goes Thursday, to a game seven, Saturday. it'll be Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which that would be L- fun. Well, the U.S. L- Open longest series going into series. NBA Finals. Ooh, that would be nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be good. Yeah. So I, I caught the caught the final quarter this morning and was like, well, I'm actually kind of glad. Maybe I fell asleep and and didn't stay up for that. One game away for Golden State. I think Boston probably takes care of business at home, and they'll be back in in the Bay City for for the. For the finale, for the finale. So we, we shall see. Um, I don't know. I don't really have any other NBA takeaways. I'm just glad to hear that it was a bad fourth quarter because I, I too went to bed after the third. So yeah, Great yeah. The, the the fourth quarter starting at 11 are tough. It's ridiculous, really. <laughs> it's really tough. pretty ridiculous if you ask me. Uh, other NBA news: You will see Montrez Harrell got arrested in Kentucky. Oh, that's not good for Montrezl. No, just outside. I think of like Richmond. Rich what? And just got your good old classic felony drug charges. Felony drug charges? So he was moving weight? Not a, not a lot of weight. But Madison County, court records. He was pulled over. He was breaking the law while breaking the law, wasn't he? Yeah, so what do you all think? Breaking the law, we say it all the time on KRC, don't break the law while you're breaking the law. What law do you think he broke while breaking a law? Speeding. 95 miles an hour on I-75. It's always the default to go with speeding. I'm the same way. I would do that, too. This one is interesting, though. Swerving. Following a vehicle too closely at 10 a.m. on I-75. So, almost road ragey, he was just riding somebody's bumper? Yeah. And, you know, there's parts now Richmond at I-75 at 10 o'clock. First off, you could always kind of be close to somebody's bumper. Uh, 10 o'clock is, is once the rush hour dies down. But let's just assume it was open open highway. Montrez, what are you doing? Yeah. If it's that bad for a cop to pull you over, it had to be pretty bad. Well, you never really know, I guess. But let's just assume it had to be pretty bad if at 10 o'clock this cop's like, oh, that car's really riding that car's butt. Let's go pull them over. There's, there's some more twists to this. Driving a 2020 Honda Pilot. That, you all should have seen the faces everybody just gave me, because it's the face you probably made, too. Like, imagine this ginormous NBA star just in a little Honda Pilot. It's an it's a SUV, though. It's yeah, but they're small. Odd, but it's there's just an odd choice for him. It's a sensible. It's a sensible vehicle <laughs> for, uh, for an NBA superstar. Yeah, it's a Honda Pilot. It's you know, like I can't imagine Montrez pulling up to the Staples Center being like, you know, it's really fuel efficient for a midsize SUV. I'd love all of like I who all of us here would. Hey, well, maybe not Jacob. He's got the Mercedes, but like a 2020 Honda Pilot. Yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah. But I also don't make 3.4 million a year either. Where if I did, then maybe I, I would change. I don't know how much he makes, by the way. That was just seemed like a solid guess. All right. Probably more than that. I so think, yeah. he's in a Honda Pilot. He's riding somebody's rear. Cop pulls him over. Smells marijuana. He admits that he's got some. Pulls out a baggie in his car. They search the car. And he was... Ooh, let me guess how much. They, how much? Uh, One pound. Yeah. That, that's a pretty... Like that's not all. Like that's enough to where he could probably try to talk his way out of saying that's just for himself. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. But he could still, you know, like maybe he's having a cookout. Just wants to be be the the friendly guy. Wrong though. (laughs) Three pounds. Wow. And and vacuum sealed bags. Yeah, you aren't. You aren't. This is not generally. Generally, you know, you may have a lot for yourself. Yeah. No. But you're gonna put them in vacuum sealed bags. And you're gonna. 
Yeah, no. Is he still in the league? Yeah. 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 What the hell is he he's, doing? He's, quite a he's bit. with the Hornets. What the hell is he making millions of A lot of people think of he's probably on his way back to North Carolina. Yeah. 70, going south on 75. Um, so, anyways, less than five pounds. More, wait, eight or more ounces, but less than five pounds is a Class D felony for first-time offenders. Punishable for one to five years of incarceration or a fine, $1,000 to $10,000. So, he'll played, be okay. They'll get pleaded down in misdemeanor. Yeah, yeah. It's, this isn't the, the end of the world, but just a lot of weird twists and turns mm-hmm. in the Mantras Herald story. So, m- maybe, maybe it could be a case where his Charlotte guy just doesn't have the good good. So, he's got to... Get Go. some of his old Kentucky bluegrass. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so he's just kind of stocking. He's he's loading up his stonks for the summer. Yeah. It's off-season after all. You can, I mean. I, I, I mean, that's that's more. Maybe I'm way too radical in all of this, but I, I someday I just think we're going to be like, you had 12 cases of beer in your car across state lines? I think at some point we'll get to that with marijuana. That being said, don't break the law while you're breaking the law, Montrose here. I don't know how yeah. many times we need to say that. Well, I, I just don't understand it. Like, you're making millions and millions and yeah, millions. Yeah, you pay somebody to what, make this trip for what? you. Yeah, exactly. Why are you getting three pounds of weed well, yourself? I don't but understand I, but, that. but that's probably just like, he was like, th- I have a feeling, Justin, that he wasn't going out of his way to buy pounds of marijuana, that this was just part of his normal routine in his drive. I, I'm with TJ, though. I think you have somebody else make that trip for you. But that's what I mean, though. He probably yeah. doesn't think twice about it. It's, like it's, this is like packing a, an extra pair of clothes it, for him to go. It's like an extra case of beer in the back seat for you and me. It sounds like what is it? Superiority. But the issue, well, like he, he just thinks he's above the law. Privilege. I probably thought he privilege would be in is trouble. the hot word. Privilege. He's privileged. <laughs> yeah, but also if you're smoking, like you just, he probably just didn't think twice about it. I bet he's and, done this hundreds of times. And secondly, he is privileged because this will be nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even think he'll be suspended from the Hornets for any sort of or games. As, you know, they're not, they don't play till November again. So, whereas you and I would go to jail for, yeah, a like months. it'd be a pretty big deal for yeah. you and me. Um, I think you both are right. He, it's idiotic. He wouldn't just have somebody do this for him. You could, hell, what's your price for that? He, yeah. Montrez Harrell calls you and he says, hey, I've got a guy. Everything's going to just be all packed up. All you got to do is go pick it up and you need to take it down to Charlotte for me. What's your price? Five Gs. Yeah, I, you wouldn't do two Gs for a 14-hour trip up and back? <laughs> I'd probably need five. Maybe two. I'd, I'd, I'd have to think about two. Yeah. Anyways, probably two, would. five. <laughs> it's nothing to him. Dropping the bucket. Oh, it's yeah, it's yeah, a $5 yeah. bill yeah. comparatively. So he is dumb for doing that, but I also think that one, he probably knows that if he, even if he gets caught, big whoop. Two, I won't get caught, but he did. And three, it's just pot. Like, you know, we, we need as a country to kind of move on from it. doesn't mean you should be trafficking it. There's other ways to go about it, but I just think something that's legal in the majority of the country, we shouldn't be, uh, yeah, shouldn't shouldn't be the end of the world if you get caught with it. Some, uh, definitely, I don't think it should be a... I don't think he should have been. Well, was he arrested? I guess if it's a felony, you have to get arrested, right? I would think so, yeah. Somebody that knows more about the law. Yeah, you let so, me know sounds on, like he on, probably got arrested. You let me know on the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. Have you all heard the good news about Thornton's? Yes, I'm I pumped. Have. I'm pumped up about this. And I think we're also eligible to win. So maybe if we don't win the, the Powerball, we can win Thornton Summer's cash. Man, I would love to win the Powerball, but... <laughs> That's probably not all that realistic. Winning Thornton's Summer Cash Bash is incredibly realistic. Each week, 
one lucky Refresher Rewards member, somebody that downloads the Thornton's app, will win $10,000 all summer with a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. Wow. wow. We had a Tahoe growing up. It was the family car. That's awesome. And this, uh, we not to totally brag or anything like that, but we had one of the first Tahoes that had a DVD player in it, you know, like hanging uh, from the top. And the screen was like as big. Uh, I put my two fingers together to show you <laughs> how big the screen. Did your butler install it for the, you? The, no, the Tahoe Chevy people did. And it was like that big of a screen. It was tiny. But, man, maybe it was just a, it, yeah. it, it was definitely smaller than an iPad. It was like probably two of the, like the big iPhones put together is the equivalent of how big the screen was. But that Tahoe, man, that thing was a tank. It was a trooper. It went all over the country for a very long time. So I bet a 2022 Chevy Tahoe from Thornton's would really hit the spot. Be a real nice car. All you got to do is open your Refresher Rewards app and click on Summer Cash Bash icon to enter. I already looked at it, already saw it. It's easy peasy, lemon squeezy. That's not all, though, from Thornton's. You can earn additional entries by purchasing select brands. Justin's ears are about to perk up. Mountain Dew, 20-ounce bottles. There you go. Hot dogs. Bud Light 12-packs. Who's not getting Bud Light 12-packs for the summer? Large Doritos. They may as well call this just the Justin Kalen package. And many more using your Refresher Rewards card. It's Thornton's Summer Cash Bash, and if you're not a member, all you have to do, you know, we tell you download the app. How about something a little easier? Just text REWARDS to 80313 today. That is REWARDS to 80313 today. And again, you're going to get chances to win $10,000 each week and a potentially a 2022 brand-new Chevy Tahoe. And remember, when you buy things like Mountain Dew bottles, hot dogs, Bud Light 12-packs, large Doritos, you'll get even more entries. The, uh, the Mountain Dews right now are buy two, get one free. So wow. three entries for the price of two. Too good to be true. It's incredible. Friends at Thorns. All, and yeah, all we need is croissant sandwiches on there, and that's me. That is, that <laughs> is really all is. me. 12, 12 packs of Bud Light, <laughs> like... <laughs> It's the this is the Justin Kalen summer cash bass. It's almost like they consulted KRC before determining their contest. Hopefully, rules. they got some platties. Old splatty platties. Hey, Roush. Hey, what's the haps, buddy? TJ, what's the haps with you? What's going on in UK land? Went Let's to throw uh, it over to Roush. See what he says. Went to a UK <laughs> football camp yesterday. You were back up in Lexington. Yeah, went Jeez. to Lexington. At what point? Is KSR just going to pony up for, like, an apartment for KSR riders? I mean, we have an office with a couch in it. Yeah, but it's attached to a tilted kilt. It's loud. I've been in there. It's hard to get anything done. It's really hot in that upstairs, too. Oh, no, no. Typically, and, it's the opposite. And you can't Typically, sleep, it's an icebox. And you can't sleep up there, either. Speak for yourself. And <laughs> <laughs> get Roush an apartment. Stop skimping on the bills, KSR. Uh, but wrote, wrote up with Luckett. Um it was good. It was good. The uh, I, I I've realized too that now I come almost more for just like seeing what's going, what, what's hap, what's the haps as you would say around the program than as much as watching some of the kids. And it was funny. I I had had a conversation with somebody. They're like, I, I kind of asked how the official visits went, and they're like, you know, feel pretty good about Austin Ramsey. And within 15 minutes, the house had committed. So they were underselling how good they felt about Austin Ramsey, who I'm assuming committed while on his visit and then uh, made the announcement at about 1230 yesterday, um, publicly stating that he will join the Big Blue Nation. A three-star offensive guard from Philly. Big kid. Big kid. 
Uh, his measurements are a little bit all over the place, but probably around 6'5", 325 pounds. Uh, plays that wide zone scheme that Kentucky is really going to lean heavily in uh, this fall. Uh, well, it, well, how would you just, you know, 20 seconds describe what that means for people who don't know? Obviously, I do. So, outside zone is what Cohen wanted to do last year, and they really didn't run it except for the LSU game and a few others, just where it, they knew the well, other team would give it up. But it's well, instead like of running outside zone look like to an average fan so instead of running it right up the middle it's a slower developing play to the outside it's what probably half the nfl teams run so uh, green bay does it all the time i'm guessing yeah. just by your description and it's something that it really can set up a play action See, to that's just perfection it, because it takes a little bit longer to develop um instead of just immediately blocking forward the linemen kind of get lateral and it, it's, it's so instead of handing it off in one second, it's about a two and a half, three seconds before the running backs actually has it. Uh, and then they're kind of looking for cutback lanes. They, they go, they go uh, horizontally to get vertical. And I've always thought that that's really beneficial for in Green Bay scheme, like Aaron Jones is just awesome because I think it gives a running back more time to see things and vision where yes. to go, what's going to be there, what won't be there. And from a UK reference, a Stanley Boom Williams, I think, would be somebody to thrive yeah, in that. I mean, yeah, you yeah. go back to that Florida play that he scored on where nothing was there. He How many times in his U.K. career did he turn something that was nothing there? This isn't so much that. That's apples and oranges. But it gives the running back more time to see what – find his holes, pick his hole, and then just boom, burst through it, where the alternative is much more, hey, there's the hole. Whether it's there or not, fall forward for three yards. We'll live to see another yeah, play. Yeah. Uh, and this can leave yourself open to more if a if an offensive lineman misses an assignment, you're getting tackled while the right. handoff is being made. Yeah, so it can be it, brutal. You know, you're it, it does put more pressure it's on more, the lineman. It's more boomer bust. I think it's friendlier for the running back. Yes, yeah. yes. And if you notice uh, too, if you paid close enough attention, whenever they really ran outside zone last year, almost Jatung McLean got almost all of those carries. That's a great. That's a great point. Uh, I mean, he he is their outside zone back. Um, up front, though, not only like you can kind of see with the the guys that Kentucky is uh, lasering in on uh, some of the guys that bring it up. Sean Tompkins is a guy that few people have heard about on the recruiting trail. He, the, both of these guys are cut from a similar mold in that they're very big. Uh, this Tompkins kid that officially visited starting last night, six six, three thirty. Outside zone scheme fit. He officially visited Baylor over the weekend, who's another outside zone team. So Kentucky's looking for big guys with some mobility that can get to the second level. Uh, the kid, Ramsey, uh, his name is The House. Uh, his nickname is The House. So House Ramsey uh, next to Keontae Goodwin. That's a pretty big offensive line. Pretty big offensive line. That's massive. Yeah. Uh, and I've seen a lot be made of UK's emphasis of going north. Going mm-hmm. mid-Atlantic, going northeast, even all the way up to New England if need be. I know it's not going to work out with Dante Reno, most likely, but uh, there seems to be, one, great players up there, and two, you can sell SEC yeah. where other SEC programs really aren't heading that far for the most part, with with few exceptions. Yeah, Justin Rowland uh, was making that point yesterday. Happy belated birthday, shout out. He, uh, it's it's... Kind of the Ohio thing, except just in a different part of the country. It's Pittsburgh, the Northeast. Uh, a lot of Ramsey's competition was 
Uh, I know Bar- Maryland, Boston College, Rutgers. Rutgers and, and uh, Boston College are really trying hard to get him. Uh, Rutgers also has been kind of sneakily on the list of guys that UK has pursued as of late. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you look in the recent two classes or so, uh, where Brad White's kind of been sniffing around up there, and now you've got Yenzer helping him out. Uh, the 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 Tyrese Fierbury guy, the edge rusher uh, from Penn State, uh, Tommy Durajaye, and then uh, Noah Matthews, the late edition. Which um, man, the uh, the the staff is ecstatic to have Noah Matthews on campus. They're they're very excited about his potential. Kentucky. If they're, we talked about last week, like, okay, they need to start recruiting this cornerback position better. I'm surprised they aren't recruiting it better. They're getting a lot of good edges. They're targeting good ones. They've landed good ones. And they've had a lot of good ones camp. Yesterday, that outside of a couple receivers that uh, play for the same seven-on-seven team as Cathedral quarterback Danny O'Neill, who's at the top of UK's uh, recruiting big board at quarterback right now, the best players there were all edge talents. Uh, one of them was a Boyle County kid. So Kentucky has if they're if they're doing one thing right, having Brad White around, they're they're getting some good edges on campus. Um, that position, it's hard to get really talented pass rushers, and Kentucky is at least all all of the best of the best are are wanting to check out Kentucky. That's a good sign. That's what we like to hear. You mentioned that Rutgers is showing up on more and more of Kentucky's list. Uh, I'm going to need you, whether we need to go to our first break and tease this, not the best tease in the world, but I do want more information on this UK-Cincinnati rivalry. One, I'd love to play them. I would absolutely love to have – yeah, that'd be a good home and home situation. UK up Nippert, Nippert Stadium. Would be, that place is pretty cool. There would probably be a probably be a little rowdy. Maybe leave the kids at home for that one if you're oh, going into Nippert because Cincinnati, Cincinnati fans, fans are, are just, just mean gross. and nasty. Yeah, yeah. But that would be an absolute freaking blast. But I'm gonna need you to tell me about this recruiting rivalry. You had mentioned oh, yeah. yesterday that hey, you know, watch out. Cincinnati's actually been more of a thorn than Louisville has or this team has, and. I know it's only just starting to heat up. We're due for our first break. We're going to kick it over to intern Jacob, see what he's got. We'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Perfect. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Called reading. Top to bottom, left to right. Group words together as a sentence. Take Tylenol for any headaches. Might offer any cramps. Shut Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Taco Tuesday. Hit up Salsarita's, one of their two locations in town. St. Matthew's or Middletown. Drive through in Middletown. St. Matthew's renovated last year. Both places you're going to get delicious quesadillas, burritos, quesaritos, nachos, tacos, queso, guacamole. Any of those? Ringing any bells for you? Ooh, I know. Blue Powerade? Blue, well, of course. Yeah, on a hot day like today, you may as well 
pack those things up. Intern Jacob. <laughs> I wonder Jacob? if they let me bring in a hiking backpack and just fill it up with oh, blue power. Oh, like the, the my, Camelback for my things. day. Yeah, because I'm out in the field. People forget that I'm as blue collar as this room gets. As you have a, a literally a white collar shirt on right now. <laughs> white collar cramped, baby. But I have to look presentable. I can't look like a caveman going into people's homes, Roush. You do kind of look like a caveman. The hair is a little long, beard's a little long. <laughs> hair is long. I can't my, my salon cannot get me in before this wedding. So I guess I'm just going into this wedding with long hair TJ. Ooh, I got lucky. I was in a similar situation. Cancellation tonight. Let's go. I even like DM'd the my your, per, your my, person? My, my my salon what are you the stylist. And uh she did she has not responded. Yeah, and my uh, my but, barber buddy, he's he's out getting married this week. So he can't cut your hair either. <sighs> They're all SOL. You know how you can't. All be I really to... do is just need a clean up on the back. I don't need a little bit more than that. You're asking me. <laughs> I do have a good idea though. Like what? Who, who is in luck? Uh Jacob. Yeah, I know you've got a lady friend you're looking to impress. Salsaritas. Great, like casual date. Nothing too fancy, but just like a casual, like, you know what? Let's get some food. She'll think... she'll think you're full of class. Because it's nicer mm. than your average place, but it's also not going to break the bank. And you can rack up Salsaritas points. He drives a Mercedes. He's not worried about the bank. Lexus. Bank can't be broken. Have you been to Salsaritas yet, Jacob? I have. I actually went nice. last week. Nice. Good for you. And What'd your, you try? your, your what? review? I had the quesarita. Oh, nice. Yeah, Just, you, just well, chicken and cheese, but it was great. Good. Wait, 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 you don't. I'm not a else? peppers guy. No, but like you didn't put like salsa or anything on oh, it? Oh, no, no salsa. Just queso. Chicken cheese. Did you try their queso. wildly addictive chips? Well, yeah, obviously. But I had to go with the Powerade. Did you go with their spicy hot salsa? No, I'm not a salsa guy. I mean, that is. It doesn't matter where not, it's from. Not a salsa. Wow. Not a knock on salsaritas. I'm wow. just not a salsa guy. Thanks, Jacob. Taking the heat off me. Again. I didn't, Seriously. I, didn't. I mean, he said he's not a pepper guy. He literally doesn't eat anything that could hurt his little tongue. Except for, I like hot wings. What? 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 <laughs> But that's God, not... you people! I so swear. You, so, sometimes so you go to you go you go to you go to a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> Salseritas. I wish they gave free chips and I mean they just put it on nicely, your table, yeah. kind of deal. Like, you know, you go to a restaurant where it's all you can eat chips and salsa. You're just not touching it. See, like even have when... you ever tried salsa? No. What? what? I'm not, good, good guy. Hey, 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 oh, hey, 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 hey. So many things in life come back to people just not doing it or trying it, and they get to a point in their life where it just looks too weird. Trust me, I've got several of them. Yeah. But I right, was so like, just, Salsarita salsa would be a perfect thing for you to try. I promise you'll like it. You, you okay. can do it when you're with us. All, it, it can be if, the comfort of your own. It will be a nice comfort zone for you. We don't have to give you the hot. We, yeah, we can give you the mild. Well, you may as well start with the best. When the we make it out to Salsaritas as a crew, I'll try salsa. Yeah, all right. That, you just oh you hadn't tried goodness. it. I'm glad he didn't lie, and he was like, no, I tried it, and I hate That's it. That's unbelievable. But but I, just I was just it. a picky kid. Like I was too, buddy. I know. I just still can't. Like I, I can't imagine being a high school kid. That just ate everything. Like there was, uh, I saw a recruit at the bar yesterday, and he had just like a plate of wings, and it was like twenty four boneless wings. And I was thinking, man, remember when I, we used to eat like that, man. just all the time, all of the food, and so it's just like a Monday lunch. I, I, yeah, just a Monday lunch. You and, and I do tw- that, and we're like feeling it till oh, Wednesday. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Got to take Pepsi. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole ordeal. But like, I just can't imagine showing up to a Mexican restaurant in high school. They put the chips and salsa on the table, and I'm not just scarfing it down, even if I don't like the taste, just because I'm dying of hunger because I'm a 18 year old kid. 
I've got a buddy when we go he and he's older than I am. When we go to Kearns, he'll get the double burger there. It is ginormous, and he'll take it down. I'm like, how are you just not asleep for the rest of your day? And he's like, oh, I, I do. <laughs> he's like, I'm my own boss. It doesn't matter. I can do it if I need to. But, uh, yeah, you'll, you're, I'm saying this, you're missing out on salsa. Yes. Just because it's such like a, it's such a perfect appetizer while you're waiting. And a great compliment to beer, like it, an ice cold beer. Yeah, but queso is too. Sure, and if you like queso, you're probably gonna you're gonna like salsa. Yeah, I mean it's you'll you'll it's all right. You'll try it. You'll like it, and you'll be like, man, sweet. The first twenty years of my life, no salsa, but the next eighty, ninety, your phone, somebody was on. Uh, my wife just sent a Snapchat, and you know you get like three different groups, so I just I get, got it three times. Oh, okay. Yeah. By the way, Jacob, you'll figure this out as you get older, but salsa is generally free with the meal, whereas queso is an extra addition. So sure. you're, you're going oh, yeah. to end up saving that money for the queso to buy a beer and just be happy with chips and salsa. Barash is right. That'd be a good, like, yeah, we haven't been on dating apps. I was on it for like two weeks and then was off because met Hannah. But yeah, um, same. Be a perfect like yeah. to be a perfect first like dating app spot to oh because it's not you too... don't want it's a public spot there's so if no... the person's a creep you're out in public you can't get like kidnapped or something like that there's not a whole lot of pressure not a pre- it's only like thirty you know because they make the food right there in front of you and then boom you have it you go and eat it you're so not, it's not stuck like, there for a long time exactly yeah salsaritas where love happens <laughs> Justin you want to tell everybody what happened at Sweet Douglas's funeral. I don't think so. No. No, I think I think I don't. I don't think he's thinking of what I'm thinking. Maybe not. Oh, Quack. My, oh, my phone. Quack. <laughs> Quack. Oh, Quack. What a mess. Yeah, that was awful. So, so Justin's phone went off during the ceremony but the or funny, the service. The, so the funny thing was, as I looked at you before the service, he did, and I muted my phone. Breath smelled horrible, and I was like, actually, I'm just gonna turn it off. To make, to make sure we're you, good. You were bragging about, you yeah. know what, I'm turning it, it off. Yeah. I'm, I'm just turning it, it off, It was like he was just like, look at me. Hey, just so you know, I'm looking out for the whole sir. I, I'm tur- I and, care. And maybe I if care you, about Douglas more than you. If you have an ounce of class, maybe you'll turn it off too. And I was I looked at him. I was like, oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I'll just put mine on silent. Yeah. And then, sure enough, like an hour later. Quack, it was, quack. And then you took forever to turn it off because you couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so it was. A, I was telling my buddy who actually called me that day the story yesterday. But yeah, so the phone rings. I finally get it silenced. And then I'm trying to turn my phone off. Before I can get my phone turned off, he freaking texts me. So you get another little like, bing. And then as I'm trying to, I have an iPhone 6. So you have to hit the home button and the side button at the same time. That's also how you take a screenshot. So as I'm trying to do that, my phone freaking <laughs> takes a screenshot, and you get the... <laughs> <laughs> it takes the snap of a like, picture. Oh, my gosh. What a mess. What a mess. Uh, <laughs> what a mess. What was, a mess. It was hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're, Super embarrassing. There's more stories from that day, but maybe we'll, we'll save <laughs> them for a different time. Yeah. Uh, Roush, tell me about the UK-Cincinnati football rivalry. Man, it... Uh... Don't, like, at the end of the day, Cincinnati, great season. But they're going to the conference that had their cash cows leave to go to the conference where Kentucky is. Shouldn't recruits take notice of that? If Texas and Oklahoma are getting out of that conference, why would you voluntarily choose to go play in it? Well, and it's mostly just the college football playoff bump, which you would expect. Um, What I think is smart on their part 
and uh, I, I don't know if folks can see through or not, is they're doing the the strategy where it's like, let's take as many kids as we can as early as we can because this season it's not going to be as pretty for them. So they're hoping that they can uh, lock kids up now, and they're they're really fighting tooth and nail to to keep them on board. Um, there was one kid in particular. Their their highest ranked commitment was actually Kentucky was fingers crossed he was going to be on campus yesterday, and Fickle caught wind of it, shut it down. Um, so like, there's such a, those dynamics in recruiting are so weird to I, me. I also don't know how. I mean, how, how does "quote unquote" he catch wind of it? You know what I mean? Like, I, I that—that's the part that I don't. And how do you like if the kid? It's just—it's it, you're right. The recruiting da- dynamics are complicated. Well, like I just and I get it, and Kentucky does it as well. Uh, but I just if a place told me not to go visit another place, see you later. I'm not going to. Eat. That would take me off. Yeah, yeah like who are you? I'll really go bad. visit every damn place in this country if I want to, and there's not a damn thing you can do about it. And if it really bothers you that much that I want to go look at other options, it makes me think you're hiding something. Well, And, that and, was, and no um, place should do it, and Kentucky especially. That's just a bad look. Urban Meyer, that was what Drake Jackson didn't say it out loud. I don't know if it was Drake or Landon, but when they were doing their kind of I remember that Ohio State story. Yeah, where Urban Meyer said, well, we don't recruit losers. If you're going to visit Kentucky, then we can't recruit you. Which yeah. I was like, a, well, that's certainly one way to put it. That's a good way to turn off. Urban uh, Meyer definitely should be calling other folks losers. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, Cincinnati, they picked up another commit from a kid that UK was targeting. I always thought it was a long shot, Amari Snowden. Uh, safety from Detroit. That one felt like it. Was, they're they're trying to keep their Kentucky in that Detroit blueprint area, but that's difficult uh, to do without Clink in there any longer. Uh, but Amari Snowden, he ends up committing to Cincinnati on his official visit over the weekend. In general, it's just Vince Merrill's got his work cut out for him. It's the most difficult it's ever been for him. Part of the reason why he was so successful and we made a big deal of it at the time is that uh, at least early on was Ohio state was recruiting nationally and all the other schools that typically recruited there were kind of down and UK was taking advantage of it. Well, Cincinnati, they get the college football playoff bump. Uh, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame, he's going to have the best recruiting class in Notre Dame football history. And that Ohio was his home territory initially. So you add that to the mix. Mel Tucker um, has got Michigan State recruiting at a higher clip. Uh, it's it's tough sliding for Vince right now. So Kentucky's getting creative. That they they still have some guys out there. There's not a ton on the board. Anthony Brown's a four star receiver. They're trying to get on campus for a visit. Arvell Reese, who I mentioned yesterday, he camped on Sunday. But there's just it, the 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 quantity. It's it's much more slim pickings. It's a lot tougher for Vince Merrill in the state of Ohio. And maybe that's part of the reason too. You're seeing more bleeding into Mid Atlantic, Northeast, and not that there's not good players up there, but it also could be while UK is interested in a bit of a new strategy. It could also be because you're it's a necessity. You're you're hunting with bigger fish in mm-hmm. Ohio now, so it's a just get good players. I don't care where they come from. Yeah. I don't care if you have to hire Adidas's son's quarterback kid and do camps and get all those people. Just do what you got to do to get players. Can I break apart your whole Cincinnati going to the Big 12 thing? Sure. Because it makes sense. I get what you're saying. Oklahoma and Texas leaving for the SEC, so people should take notice of that. But at the same time, what conferences has Cincinnati always been in? 
Conference USA, yeah. American Athletic Conference. Big 12 is a big step up for them. Now, whether or not the Big 12 is around or means what it does in the next five, six years is a story to be seen. But, I mean, that's that's a step I mean, that's Can't we definitively say that the Big 12 will, will not be as prestigious without Texas and Oklahoma? Yeah, we can. I don't think we have to wait to see that. Well, I mean, if they still if they still have Baylor, Kansas for basketball, I, I, don't, I don't know that that's necessarily the case. But we're not talking basketball. It's football. We're talking football. You, you, brought, you brought up Kansas uh, basketball, basketball sure. the other day. And I'm, it's not it, – real time, it's all about football. It, but yeah, you do make a good point, though, and I, it hurt West Virginia – because West Virginia had a lot of close regional ties. They had the backyard brawl with Pitt. They had the rivalry with Marshall. And they, they've lost a lot of those local games uh, by moving to the Big 12. But that is a good point that Cincinnati, they've always played kind of a national schedule within their conference. Um, whereas I think there's going to be some other schools that, 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 that make moves where it's going to be harder for the, uh, them to recruit because they realize, like, oh, we can't go see our kid play. Like, what's going to be kind of fun UK is going to start recruiting Texas because you can sell playing at one of those two schools at least twice in your career. So they're, they're eventually going to get in there. That's the kind of dynamics that open up with conference realignment that you have to consider. The revenge of Ryan Mosikowski, the Cats back in Texas. I forgot he was a Texas guy. Sure was. Yeah. Oh, man. What could have been? What? He, uh, I actually, uh, a guy that I used to play AU basketball with, he, you know, we, we reconnected not too long ago. Well, you know, he's got a kid about the same age as mine. He was like, yeah, you remember Ron Mosikowski? He's like, yeah. He's like, we're, we're neighbors. I was like, what? And he's like, yeah, we're, we're neighbors up in Indiana, Indianapolis now. Huh. Yeah. So it's like. Wow. I wonder if he moved to be closer to Morgan Newton. Uh, that, that, Those two just can't get away from each other. They really can't. Even though Mazzukowski eventually did. I think he went to Valdosta State, right? Yes. Yeah. I thought maybe another stop somewhere else, too, somewhere along. That, that sounds right. Along the line. I, I just, it, obviously, it's more, it's not as simplistic as how I phrase it with the conference in Texas and Oklahoma. It matters about fit and what coaches are saying to you and how much love they're showing you and how big of a priority you feel. But I do think that. If I'm a recruit and I have a chance to play in the SEC, I'm jumping on it. Now, again, if I'm going to be, if I'm not going to be given a fair shake, or I don't, I think I'm going to get buried and recruited over constantly. Well, you probably are going to get recruited over constantly. You just need to be good. But if I'm if I'm betting on myself, you want to go play in the best conference, and there's not a better conference than the SEC. It's not going to happen. And if it's not the SEC, then it'd be the Big Ten. And I don't. I think you'd have to even probably at least at face surface, put the ACC and Pac-12 ahead of this new Big 12. Because, you know, I mean, what's the power program in the new Big 12? Baylor? <laughs> yeah, and that's a power program of 20 years. Um, Oklahoma State. They could be okay. Gundy, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. O o Oklahoma State is the, um, the team that everybody kind of takes for granted, but Gundy has had them between 8 and 11 wins pretty consistently. But to your point, yeah, they aren't. TCU, have they, have they you know, ever won a Big been 12? All right. Utah is, has been okay. Oh, like, State's not okay. a Big 12, are they? They're no, going. They're, they're going. Oh, okay. Or no, not Utah, BYU. BYU. Gotcha. Yeah. BYU like, oh, actually. The, the, the other. BYU will actually have the biggest fan base and like the most prominent fan base when I they think, move to the Big 12. Uh, yeah, I think for BYU, this is a good opportunity for them. Let that conference be, you know, like let Cincinnati. You got some solid football programs. I just don't know if you have any great ones. But like. Be the best of that bunch, and then if a team does get a college football bid, it'll be you all. 
I think they can do that. I think they'll be the biggest winners in 10 years in the big in the new Big 12 when it's all said and done. BYU's so not so in that the I'm, Big 12, are they? They're, they will be. they're joining with this with, with this uh, new UCF crop. and Cincinnati. Oh, UCF is going? Yes. Yep. The Golden Knights. Or no, I was thinking USF for a second. Okay. Man, USF. What a fall. <laughs> I, which, if I was a USF alum, just seeing Central Florida just totally overtake you and become what everybody thought you were going to be would be really disheartening. Really, yeah. I, you just have to give up. At because some point. that old Big East, when, when it was Louisville, it was just a rotating door of three. They only had three good, decent slash good teams per year. And it was a rotating door of West Virginia, UConn, USF, Rutgers, and Louisville. Three of those five would be decent in a given year. And I guess UCF well, – no, UCF was American. They weren't in the Big East with them. Yeah. Uh, and that was when they had the Blake Bortles year yeah. that they were really good. Um, which, saying that out loud, is kind of funny. It is funny. The Blake Bortles that, year. They were really doesn't good. roll off the tongue. Yeah, again. yeah, yeah. A little clunky. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh man, I, that totally got me sidetracked. But hey, th- those following along with Biggie, that was that was kind of fun then. Uh, no, not really. Certainly not fun to talk I about did, right now. I did see a uh, a quote card that UConn football was putting out. They're putting out their three game mini packs, for, and it's forty nine dollars. Yeah, and it's a quote from uh, RG three about that was the rowdiest place he played as a freshman in his freshman year. Yes. Fans, they were right on top of you. UConn football. I was kind of hoping UConn baseball would make the College World Series. One, it'd just be funny because so, it's UConn yeah. baseball. And two, like UConn athletics, they just need something. Yeah, you can't. Dan Hurley is just. Or is it? Is that who? Danny Hurley? Yeah. Yeah. I give him a Hurley. They've just been up. totally average and mediocre. Hey, but they're back in the Big East, though. So we'll Six- see. Kentucky's got, uh, they've got their. It's tough. That and that's just life and recruiting when you want to be prominent and you have one and that's the thing is like if Kentucky took quote unquote a year off on the recruiting trail or they just had a bad recruiting cycle or yeah, Cincinnati was better and they took a few from us and Michigan State, you know, they had an in and Notre Dame made Ohio more of a priority, but we'll we'll bounce back next year. Could kill like it could kill you. It could, you know, for every step forward you take, a bad recruiting cycle could be could be three steps backward, could be 10 steps backward, just depends on how bad it is. So I'm glad they're still working. I'd trust them to figure something out. They're a pretty resilient staff in in more ways yeah, than yeah. one. And the um if there's been a kids at this camp where I'm like, "Oh, who's that guy?" I I typically find out that he's a 2024 kid from Ohio. Um Owen Tangi in Columbus is a big one. I interviewed a kid last week from Youngstown that that's that's going to be a big fish. He's going to be a top 200 outside linebacker. Um, that's going to be a big one. And, of course, UK's got an in there. You know, uh, They were, I think, the second school to offer him behind Akron. So, you know, there's there's going to be a lot of big kids come up in this next go-around where UK probably probably has an early in on, and if they can just capitalize on half of those, then they'll be in good shape. That's good to hear. And this – Goes for Kentucky, goes for everybody, too. The transfer portal, a, a nice added safety net. If you miss out on somebody, you get a surprise, doesn't go the way that you want, you can always go go plucking from other teams if you need to. Uh, I like to go to ShadyRays.com and look at just their all their different selections. You can pluck some of those polarized glasses. You can go. It's it's Their website is awesome, too. Like it, it, 
control the things you can control. Having a good website is something that you could control. And they have one. You can shop by activity. Driving, running, hiking, golfing, fishing, biking, every day. Premium. I'm not sure exactly what premium activity is, although I would imagine Scoots would probably have an idea. You can shop by collection. Classics, signatures, X-Series, high-rises, navigators, aviators, nitros, deep sea, velocity, Ventura, Titan, Oakmont. I don't know what some of those mean, but they sound cool. Oh, yeah. And you can check them out Oakmont's yourself. Oakmont's a country club. Shady Rays. I've played there. Not huge. played there twice. Not a huge deal. Go to ShadyRays.com. Remember to use that promo code BIGX. It's going to save you 25% off. And it's a Kentucky company for Kentuckians. They offer uh, the best replacement plan, as in you lose them, you break them, they replace them. It's that simple. So when you're buying sunglasses, you have that that feeling that you know you kind of are buying well, two. Security yeah, market. you're kind of buying two when you go ahead and you go to ShadyRays.com. Promo code Big X, Father's Day, perfect gift, and again. You got a dad that loves fishing. Well, they got sunglasses for that. You got a dad that's a biker. They got that too. Pop Pop likes to go out on the golf course. Well, Shady Rays has the perfect has the perfect shades for golfers, which we've got some golfers in here. Asked my brother the other day. I said, Johnny, certainly you've gone to ShadyRays.com and used promo code Big X and helped your little baby brother out, right? No. Worst big brother of all time. Wow. He said he was going to fix it, but we'll see if that happens. But I'm looking at the golf glasses justin these are sweet i could see you making double bogey with some of these glasses on so, big dog my pair of shady rays is actually the one that's on like the home screen first one you see that's the pair i have mm. that's pretty cool Ooh, that is pretty cool must be high profile mr scootin tootin rootin but you know i'm not a, i can't wear glasses though when i golf intern well, jacob you it, say that but that's probably why no, you suck at golf you said you can do it when you chip and putt that's right yeah but if i'm driving that's or right. irons yeah i can't do yeah, it that's right Oh, they've even got some wide-fit ones, Roush. <laughs> Do they have ones that have something to latch on other than ears? Yeah, that's that's the problem. We need to get some of those <laughs> straps, like Rex Specs. Get some Rex Specs. I'm going to stick them in my head. Intern Jacob, your, your assignment, because you know, you're an intern, you have to get all your friends and family to buy Shady Rays and you'd promo code Big X. I can do that. No, just kidding. I got mine. Legally, I don't know. If they have some pretty cool hats. I'll tell you that. They have hats? Yeah. You got to go to the accessory section. Whoa. I'm a big hat guy. Yeah, okay. same. And that was going through Shady's web- Shady Ray's <laughs> website. Speaking of assignments, I had to do my uh, halfway point internship like paper. I thought you just showed up. Yeah, do we need to sign off on I, I need to give my grade. Would you? So would you write it? Can we hear it? I mean, it's like two pages. It's going to take a little bit, but is there any highlights? You can read it. Maybe you could give it to Justin and Justin. Ooh, could pick or out the highlights we'll hear for from us. it on the other side of the break. It's what we call a radio tease in the biz. Oh, stepping, okay. Stepping over. I still got basketball news. Oh yeah, he's told us during the break he's got basketball news. We don't know what. Should we? All right, we got to tease it all. We'll tease it all. <laughs> we'll be back. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. You shall. Over? You say over? I ain't heard no family! 
Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. Okay. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. Here on your Tuesday, we appreciate you spending it with us. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday, replay of the show 9 to 11, and get the podcast. Just search for Kentucky Roll Call wherever you get it. Leave a rating and a review. We're always appreciative. I am excited to hear a whole bunch of stuff that we teased in hour number one, starting with this basketball news, though, from Jacob. Intern Jake. It's interesting. He's, he's a UK student. He's got boots on the ground. What's the news? Uh, all right. So I saw on Instagram. Nick should know a lot about it. The on three updated 2023 rankings. Mm-hmm. We've got DJ Wagner down to two, <gasps> and Dillingham all the way up to three. Wow. Oh, Gigi Jackson filling in the one spot, who plays with Dillingham, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, I didn't know they played together. He's going to UNC. He's going to UNC. Correct. And he's uh, one of the best recruits they've gotten since Harrison Barnes. But Harrison Barnes didn't really pan out to be. I mean, he's good. Yeah, but fine. I think they won a title when he was when there. he was like you know number top three recruit. People would expected maybe a little bit more. Not just getting completely dominated by DeAndre Liggins. You know how mm-hmm. that goes. Well, that's good because UK is still probably going to get Dillingham right. Because of me, yep. <laughs> People forget that. I saw uh, the Matis Bazili guys top ten now too as well. He is. He's nine or seven, one of the two. Yeah. Where's our our guy Reed Shepard? I don't know. I only saw top ten. Hmm. You so you didn't click the link like we asked you to. Wow. I didn't. I, didn't. I won't lie. So was that the news you had? Yeah. Yeah, that's not really Sorry. a ranking. Disappointing, I guess. No, 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 no. I mean it's a good radio topic for sure. I just I was expecting like some some inside inside baseball. I was expecting some, maybe some like ju- juicy juice. There's like no, it's a, a good radio topic drama it's, or something. It's, it is good to bring up. Yeah, I was hoping for some girlfriend drama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Are you dating this girl that you're that you're hanging out with? No. I just thought that I, I was even thinking we'd get like the Kyle Tucker beat where it's which UK athletes are dating one another. <laughs> you could maybe infringe on, you can maybe we slide got in CJ there. CJ and Blair Green, I think or, they're dating. Yeah, yep. That was his big story this week. A few summers ago, it was Nick Richards and Leah Edmond. Wait, so. he actually yeah. had another dating story? Who's dating? You didn't you didn't see it? The big no. CJ Frederick Blair Green story? That They've was like been a dating week for a while, though. Yeah, yeah. And that was the whole crux of it. They They, they were rehab buddies. They were built for for this. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> I just move on. <laughs> you know, you didn't want to talk more about the the boyfriend girlfriend beat. That's wild. No, goodness, let these kids live their freaking lives. Yeah, I mean, you it, like college, college and high school breakups were so stupid just to begin with because you're just not mature enough to be able to. Both parties to equally hand up. Maybe there's one mature person in in the situation, and then now you got like sixteen thousand words written on it about it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this thing is at least you know I'm I'm kind of poking fun at Cal, but in both cases, especially Richards and Ed, like they're pretty 
It was the biggest star. Edmund was the biggest star on her team. Her dad's a football coach. Like, are they still together? That I don't know, and I don't think so. What? Like, I mean, I'm not certain, but you don't see pictures posted of either. Yeah, but like, who are you keep? Who are we keeping up? With I these think people? they are. I yeah. saw something on Twitter the other day. Yeah, I can't really tell. Nick is not the most uh, active social media person, so I wouldn't be able to tell. And at least in this case, or Kyle, like. They both got season-ending injuries within a week of each other. They were both expected to play a lot for their basketball, their respective basketball teams, and did not. So, you know, there, there is a story there. But it's still fun just to make fun of Kyle. I caramba. Inside. <laughs> I mean, just, yeah, like, they're college kids. I'm not seeing much of anything on the, social media-wise yeah. on either one of their, their pages. So we're going to need... 15,000 words on what went <laughs> on down, the update. what went wrong. How the break, uh, X on the beach. No, Kyle's an awesome writer, and you are right that some of these things, like, they're interesting story ideas. I just, I, I would, I personally wouldn't make a habit of it, but I'm not a, a journalist, so you can do what you want when you're popping, as they say in the biz. Well, no, no, you're a journalist. You've been nominated for a journalism award. I've won a, a journalism award, yeah. so not only nominated. Which, by the way... Okay, all right, another another TV station pet peeve. I we got people brag. I stop. Why y'all brag so much? I get so annoyed by just oh we've been covering this. We've been doing this. It's like no, that's your job. You're supposed to be covering this news story. And all and like ooh, we are nominated for twenty five Emmys. Blah 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 blah. Oh, you know what? I, I I'm getting nominated for zero awards. I'm gonna keep on doing my job as best I can. Don't need to just get our butt slapped. Once a year. That, that's stupid that's all of media. Oh, and it's God. my least. So it's, much butt I can almost say it's probably my, probably. It's certainly, I think, I think. I'd have to think about it longer than just two seconds off the top of my brain. But it is up there as a top one or two least favorite things about media is just the. The regional awards there. The, so, the like, self, like. Promotion, self. Inflatuation with yeah, each it, other. It's not even your, self. Prom I mean, it is promoting to an extent, but. The look at how great we are, it just, eh, eh. I don't know. The butt slapping, talking about how great you are. And I had, uh, when trying to get interviews with UK, I, I, somewhere along at some point in one email, I was like, and just, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we're also not small potatoes. Like, I think. We they, talk to people. This person I was chatting with, I was like, I think you may think that, like, it's just we go into, like, my mom's basement and we do this for funsies. And um, we're not. We're, we've, we're, you know, kind of shared some numbers, blah, blah, blah. And the person was like, well, you should have just said all this stuff. And I was like, I don't really like having, like, I'm it's not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not the one to be like, we are the number one. We do the, we do the Indiana radio show. <laughs> it's a bit. And we're joking. We make right. fun of ourselves and we're self-aware about that stuff. And they were like, yeah, well, if you don't brag on yourself, who will? And I was like, well, ideally people that like us would do that stuff. I don't want to be the one to have to go around telling people how great we are. That's dumb. That's annoying. That's not fun. That's not really how this should work. If people like us, they listen to us. If they don't, they don't. That's how this operates. But, yeah, that stuff can get so out of control. It's just. And the, I, the, you know. The, the I, good old John Ramsey. The super secret number one rank <laughs> ratings. See, and uh, I, I prefer uh, getting messages like the one we had on the KRC Facebook uh, group the other day. Uh, really enjoy your show, guys. My type of humor and info too. That's that boom. New that, member like, here. That's what we're looking for. Is a bunch of 
<laughs> yeah, just... nerds that have that share a similar sense of humor that we have, and do enjoy talking sports. I think at the end of it. Um, also, uh, Timothy also added, "You guys make a good team." Intern Jacob seems like a good fit. Hope he heals up fine for your golf scramble. Isn't that nice? Timothy just wants you to heal up fine. Thanks, Jacob. Tim. <clears throat> By the really way, appreciate that. Is Tim a family member? Tim is not. If he is, I don't know about him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> TBD. I'll, I'll, you always got to add that caveat. I mean, he could be, but you know, I don't know. By the way, we have an update on the wrist. Right, Jacob? We do. Surgery on Thursday. Yeah. So are we... Well, best of luck. Are we going to be able to have a show still? Yeah, I'll be here. Thursday. Yeah, I made okay. sure of that. But, okay. So you're going to be Ooh. back on Friday? Yeah, I'll be, I'll be back Friday. That's how heroic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just playing through it. Trevor wouldn't show up. It was too cold outside. And we've wow. got Jacob coming back after, you know, 12 hours getting his wrist cut open. What? Just the bravery. It's, it's incredible. But we're going to need, like, we're going to need you back in about a month. We're going to have to really speed up that timeline. If that means it messes it up when you're 40 or 50, then <laughs> you'll remember that big exports radio golf scramble Some... and that championship that you helped. And there's only usually like three or four teams. We can win this, Jacob. All right. Okay. I need a Russell Wilson esque recovery. Where is he known to? I was thinking Brett Favre. Just don't recover. Always oh, be hurt. Oh, that's a good. Well, that was Russell Wilson. He was supposed to be out ten weeks, and he came back in six, and he sucked. <laughs> for four weeks, and it's like, oh, maybe you should have just, I don't know, taken time to heal. I'm, so what is it, guys? What do you want me to do? Come back and suck, or wait and be good? No, come back and come back early and be good. It's not hard. Okay, yeah, come on. <laughs> Yeah, Channel my inner MJ. All right, it is Take a off bit of... half of your rehab and then be good. I don't get what the issue is. <laughs> yeah, just do more rehab. I mean, yeah. that's how it works. You oh, just rehab of, more. Instead of two hours of rehab a day, do four hours a day, and then you'll be done in half, half the time. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. easy peasy, lemon squeezy. What other tees did we have? Um, we had Jacob's basketball tees, which was just updated rankings, which was good to hear. Yeah, My the... paper? Oh, oh, yes, your paper. I'm more... Yeah, did Justin read it at the no. break? Okay, good stuff. I didn't. <laughs> so... It's, uh... Can't read. What do you... I'm not going to read the whole thing right now. But what, what, So what did they do? do you, did you have to share what you've learned so far? Yeah, so that was, it so, was pretty much like, you've done 75 hours. We want you to write a paper about... Have, have we done 75 you have, hours? You have not done 75 hours. <laughs> well, can, no way. between here and other over there. Two hours a day, five days a week. That'd be thirty-seven or thirty-eight he, shows. Are you put, you're putting down three hours a day. That'd though, be at about least, right? seven. That'd be eight weeks. Have you been doing this eight weeks? Well, he did do Rutherford for. A no, I did. So I, was three I was at WBNA before this too, and oh. I was working five or six hours a day over there. I really wish doing we were what? still doing the TV show. Sales. Get, you need to get doing you need sales. To, yeah. Sell oh, how, sell the sports bus. I, I got one. I sold something. Wow. What? Way to go. I mean, it was to my mom, but still. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, what have you learned? Um, I just gave a shout out to you guys. You know, give me some good info on the on the industry. Mainly yeah, Justin, though, helping me was, out with what, the board. Okay. So, yeah, I was about to say, what, what did you actually write? Yeah, when verbatim. You to, give, yeah. Me like, give, give me, like, give me two I, or three sentences. Like, like, this is five, fifth grade, what I learned at summer school. Um, I learned how radios work. <laughs> yeah, how, do, how are people able to listen in their car? Explain that to yes. the teacher. <laughs> you guys are going to have to explain that to me so I can explain <laughs> that to them. We did that on day one, Jacob. Oh, Frequency? 
Waves. We told you about yep the waves and the AMs and the and I actually did have to learn all this stuff in high school, but has forgotten I learned it in college. all of it. It took a little media. No, time. I said I was I was getting some guidance from two absolute legends in the game. You know, just true, true. How it goes? Me and Justin. Did you mention Roush? <laughs> <laughs> no, I was talking about me and Justin. Nobody better to learn from than yourself, <laughs> and that's been the that's been the whole meaning of this internship. Got to know somebody I haven't gotten to know in a long time. Me. <laughs> text into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Uh, Trevor said yesterday on the Mike Rutherford show that he will wear leggings to the mall if if U of L goes to the Final Four. Um, oh, man, that's a... That's a bet nobody wants to win. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Is like, who wins? Come on, that? on early exit. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I let him know, and that's not even the saddest thing that he said on the show yesterday. I let him know that one, nobody's gonna have to worry about him wearing leggings. U of L will not even be sniffing anywhere close to the Final Four this year. So that n- we won't have to worry about it. But it actually and genuinely was sad hearing him talk about. I think I think a realistic expectation for Kenny Payne in year one is just making the tournament. And the thing is, too, is I'll be really said, happy if we he, just get back to the big dance. He said that too, knowing that there's a real possibility that they won't be getting back to the big dance. Is Trevor Kelsey turning into me? He is. He <laughs> is, and he will never be the. And I texted him that afterwards, not that he's turning into you, but I was like, Trevor, that was really sad that you've lowered the bar so much. And he was like, I haven't lowered the bar. It's just for this one season. I'll be back after this season. And I'm, I'm telling, just that's what IU fans would say. That's what IU fans would say, Trevor. It was legitimately one of the probably the biggest U of L fan I know, or at least basketball fan. Although he hasn't been to a game in like 15 years, but I guess. One of the biggest fans I know, Trevor Kelsey, has set his U of L basketball program expectations get to the tournament. <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. Yep. But but to be fair, to be fair, you probably need to have guards to be able to make the NCAA tournament, Ooh. and that's not going to happen. We we alluded to it on I think Friday is when that news initially broke. Um, Dior Johnson had decommitted from his second school, uh, was looking for uh, his his final destination, and he's boys with Imani Bates. So many thought, oh, Louisville needs guards. He's, he, he, he's a little risky, but, I mean, beggars can't be choosers at this point. Well, turns out they can. He hasn't announced it publicly, but I think um, I think one of our own three guys said that it's going to be Pitt, ultimately. No, he already had, he announced He did announce yeah, Pitt. Pittsburgh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, but... All the while, uh, the Monty Bates hype is has picked back up. Uh, I think I saw Travis Branham have a crystal ball for Bates to Louisville. I heard Michigan. No, he changed it. Oh, U of L fans were freaking out yesterday. Because I think he changed it from Louisville to uncertain. But all the buzz is now he's going to go to Michigan. Like multiple people Ooh. are talking about it. So U of L fans are like legitimately like, not happy. Hell? And two, confused. I'll say this. I never in a million years thought Kenny Payne would whiff the way that he has. Oh, it was the given that he was going to get players. Yeah, and they got Devin Ray, who was like a solid commitment as a high school player, but nobody's really expecting him to make a huge year one impact. And Huntley Hatfield was a solid addition, but at the end of the day, if that's your prized possession, it's a Tennessee bench warmer that you're – 
you're hoping you're you're banking on potential with. So that's also not not an ideal spot. It's I get the frustration from Louisville fans because I think at the I think at the end of the day they're having to accept that this upcoming season is just another going to be another stinker. Mm-hmm. Like at best, maybe NCAA tournament, maybe you could win a game. You never know. It's crazy. Stuff happens. We know that all too well, sadly. Yep. But I think they're just sick of like, hey, how many years has it been since we've been able to be like, hey, we may actually have something here. And that they're just having to accept that this upcoming year is going to be another one. And the truth lies somewhere in the middle. There's no excuse for Kenny Payne to whiff as badly as he did. And it almost so much so that I still think they may have something up their sleeves. Like, is, are they going to be able to convince Wagner to reclassify or what? What I think they'll they'll do something. I don't know what it'll be, but if they don't, yeah, they're going to stink. Like they're going to be they're going to be worse than they were this past year. And while I like Kenny Payne, there's going to be some learning curves him being a full time head coach without having John Calipari next year or other good assistants, great assistants next year. They did like a little season ticket holder meet and greet yesterday. Mm-hmm. I saw uh, Luke Hancock. Uh, MC'd? Yeah, yeah, was the interviewer. Man, this has got to be such a cush gig to be Luke Hancock. It seems like he just does a bunch of different things. Yeah, they, none of them are that hard. Well, Maybe I he's doing he's some like stuff a, for Montrez. I think he's got like a full-time job too, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know exactly. In addition to his media stuff? I think so. The media jobs. They're nice. I mean, at least he did, I thought, but maybe he doesn't do that anymore. Being being the MC for events though, and getting paid through the university, that's the that's the that's the good stuff right there. That's the life. Yeah. The but stop me if you've heard this before. Kenny Payne says he wants to shoot the three, but doesn't want to live and die with it. Everything he says is just like a parodying of John Calipari, which I tweeted and I was like, I guess it makes sense. They did run a program together. For a decade or so. Yeah, and it was pretty darn good. But like seriously, everything players first. <laughs> if he he said, it, "Don't come here if you want to come for nil." I don't want. He said he told a story about how some player was only in it for the nil, and the next day he committed somewhere else, which I think verbatim has been debunked, like a Calipari, oh. like a Calipari talking point. That you know oh. we we don't, so which, which, which is totally bogus. People need to not get so worked up when coaches say that about nil. It's the same thing as playing time. Uh, if somebody playing time so important to you, then you shouldn't you shouldn't come here. But yeah, U of L fans not over the moon with the start of the Kenny Payne era, and he's still five months away from ever coaching a game. So they got to get some players. That's for sure. We got to get some text from the Thornton text line read on the show. We'll start with the first one. On three recruiting rankings are brutal. Only twelve five stars in twenty twenty three. Also, uh-huh. I like Dillingham, but I don't know if he's a top three player in the class. The nil value is a cool addition to the rankings. Uh, one thing that I will say, I actually kind of like having less five stars because a five star means that you know that this guy is going to be an NBA player, and I would I would I would much rather be um, I I I would like that to be more exclusive company. You know, I think twenty is a good for basketball. Yeah, and then for football, I think you What's should it have been? like twenty five, seventy four. It depends. Uh, rivals, I don't I don't know what every place does now. Rivals wouldn't set a set number on it. They would just. Either, you know, you were five-star worthy or you weren't, which I liked. Some years it'd go into, like, you know, I think the most would be, like, 30, and then some years it'd be, like, 23 or 24. I, I was always under the assumption that the McDonald's All-American guys were the five-stars. Sometimes there's four-stars. Yeah, I mean, game. Rivals has 19 this year in their 
19 five-star recruits. Yeah. I so, yeah. I wouldn't want there to be a ton. Uh, just, yeah, I think if they if a player's deserving of being five-star caliber, which at Rivals would always be, it would say, five-star would be they have they have the the potential to be an NBA player. Like yeah. You, you see NBA. The So, for football, five-star is NFL player. Uh, college football uh, is uh, a college football starter is a four star, and then a three star is like he's got potential to be a contributor and maybe move up. But that's kind of the the general thought process um, on those lines. And checking twenty four seven, they are up to ooh, they've got a lot more five stars. They're up to twenty three five stars. So well, UK's class is predominantly three stars. So how does that work with the starter situation? Where's Shepard? Yeah, where's he, Shepard? He's uh, top 25 in all of them except for on three. On three, not a big fan of Reed Shepard. Wow. 42. Boo! Got to get Jack to goose those rankings. Jack's, uh, Jack actually does uh, ha- have some input because he you know he goes to all those things. I mean, he watched a bunch of them out at Pangos. Boo! Pangos. A texter says, 502-414-1450, Thornton's text line. Let's hope everyone boos the live golfers. Boo. 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 Man, Phil's press conference yesterday. I just saw some. Dude, I don't know if I saw yesterday. Yeah, he, he had a, um, I don't know if it was at the U.S. Open or not, but he was ba- he was calling out the PGA Tour. Did you did you see that, Jacob? Yeah. Was it was it at the U.S. Open before a practice round? I don't think it was because he was talking about his tour card and how he worked for it so hard or whatever. And he was like, oh, this is a my choice, and blah, blah, blah. And now they're being greedy. Yeah. It's very It's weird. just a bunch of bogus. That's going to be that's gonna be fun to see the drama that unfolds this yeah. weekend. Because, I mean, they're showing, like, practice rounds start today at the country club. So, Well, I think not even just this weekend. I think in the next year or two, it's going to be fun to follow the drama. Because I think eventually all these tournaments, the Masters, the U.S. Open, I think they might start to side with PGA and all this. I mean, they've, yeah. worked, they've worked with PGA for so long now. I, I could see them siding with PGA, not allowing those players to play. But you can't, you can't just make up rules to only exclude live golfers because if you start saying only PGA Tour players could play, then you're missing out on all the Euros. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't think they're going to do that. And also, it's bad for ratings mm-hmm. if they do that. And let's be real, Scoots, how many live golfers are actually good enough to win a major? Several. What five? Yeah, maybe that's about right. Yeah, I mean that's what I mean. It's not a lot. So like, the more big stink you raise over it, it, it's better for golf for them to be there than to not be there, and to have Phil show up wearing all black like he's in the NWO. You know, Hulk Hogan dyeing his hair. I mean, like that. Uh, it'll be it'll be fun. The the timing is perfect for this because they've only had one tournament. You'll you'll get all these guys to show up at the U.S. Open, and there'll be some trash talk. I'm sure whoever wins will have a jab thrown at them, kind of like how Rory threw his jab at Greg Norman uh, after winning the RBC. So, um, I it's good for the conversation of it, but I ultimately just even though Liv has those deep pocketbooks, I, I I don't I don't see a lot of staying power here. I mean, Schwartzel won 4.7 million this weekend. He won more two million more than JT won for the PGA. Well, but he, I mean, that's more than he won when in the Masters a decade ago. That's probably more than he won in his whole PGA career, for being yeah. honest. Yeah. I wouldn't doubt that. And, you know, not even including what he got to sign on. That's nuts. And he's not even all that great of a golfer. The event <laughs> they had and the, the scenes from it, like all the futuristic stuff they did and like the party atmosphere the Liv is putting on, 
It's intriguing. I don't like it. I I think we say that though, just because we're so not used to it at like a golf event. Mm-hmm. But I think it's probably going to be eventually what like golf events kind of look like. I mean, you're out in like huge open fields for the most part, and yeah, I think you're going to still be quiet like around the course for the most part. But I think it's going to turn into even bigger parties. I just want one tournament where it's like Scottsdale on 16, that par three. The stadium hole. Yeah. I want one tournament where it's like that on every hole. Just everybody going bananas <laughs> on every hole. No quiet ever. It would be a good I time. want one like that. Yeah. Isn't that kind of just like when they go to Bethpage? Because it's New York and New Yorkers are... Nah, not so much. I mean, <laughs> not that, but It would still. be fun, though, to have happy... You call it happy Gilmore rules. And it's just... Everybody has to drive like him. Well, no. <laughs> and you, you don't have to be quiet when you're hitting. That would yeah. be fun. Try to I'm mess good. people up. The, it's kind of like baseball. The Liv, the Liv should do that. Yeah, just be like, hey, one tournament, the fans get to, they're not, they can't touch you or throw anything at you. But and they can't say, you got to hold it to like a certain curse word, right? Yeah. Because we're going to have it on TV. We've got to be able to air it. No, but have you not been watching the NBA playoffs? Oh, they've That's been true. getting a lot of, uh, F- a lot of words F- getting slipped they, in there. Last game, the last game they played at Boston, or no, it was game four, they were screaming. F Draymond Green so loud. Well, if it's different if it's a chant. Yeah, I'm all for <laughs> expletive chants. It's the like one offs that are a little yeah. they they get caught on those hot mics. I'm like, ooh. Eh. You guys need to put some respect on Schwarzel's name. <laughs> he's oh, made thirty five million dollars in his wow, career. Wow, wow. Big Charles guy over here. He stinks. That's crazy. He stinks. He oh, does. Charles. Let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the we'll Tuesday edition Charles. of Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio. If there's any soccer fans, I have a quick update when we return. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big Exports Radio, 961 FM, 1458. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. You don't know my name, do you? Yes, I do. What is it? It, it rhymes with a female body part. What is it? Mulva? Uh, uh, Gipple? With Walker and Roush. Oh! Oh! Dolores! Say my name, say my name. No one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. If you ain't running game. Say my name. Rick Pitino says it's going seven. That's all the tweet says. He's right. Oh, Petuitos. Petuitos. I think he is probably right. Uh, you can also fade the music in and turn Jacob. Let it keep going for like 30 seconds while we're talking. Sometimes. Just something to think about. Yeah. Just as long as it's low. Yeah, as long or as we can talk yeah. over it. Yeah. it. It's a nice, smooth transition into the show. All right, all right. Same on it, noted. Duly noted. TJ just really likes that song. I do. That's the only reason. That's a, if it's a bad song, you just cut it off immediately. Uh, you get TLC, right? Yep. Destiny's Child? That was Destiny's Child. Yeah, Destiny's mm-hmm. Child. TLC yeah, is a song. TLC, no. TLC. That you, is a band, yeah. You were chasing waterfalls. That's right. Don't want to creep, creep. Which you wouldn't get because you've never seen the other guys. Wasn't they have there some great some TLC references. TLC in people in Destiny's Child? No. Okay. Um, but um, I think it was uh, Left Eye and TLC. She was the one that passed away in a plane wreck. All oh. the Destiny's Child people still around. Still kicking. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, all right. Hey, on Thursday, so, you know, not tomorrow, but the day after that, they're going to announce where the 2026 World Cup cities would be. And you may know that North America is hosting that World Cup. So Mexico, United States, Canada, they will they will get some cities. Uh, I think they recently told Canada, like, hey, we told you you may get uh, X, X, Y, and Z cities. You may only get one or two now. Yeah, <laughs> suck it, Canada. <laughs> yeah. Um, Toronto and Vancouver, and they're not sure if they're going to give Canada another city or not. Uh, Mexico, I think, is going to get a few as well. Let's see. Mexico City, Guadalajara. 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 Yeah, Spanish, the J's. <laughs> Soft J. And then Monterey. So those are the those are the three. Okay. So they know there there is some locks in America. Do you all know which cities in America will definitely have one? I guess Los Angeles. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely La- LA. La- in Los the big Angeles, stadium. absolutely. I would think they play a lot of games in Denver, so I feel like that. I, I feel like whenever I'm get the random U.S. Mexico games, they're playing in the Malha. Denver, so Denver made a bid to host. There was, I think, 16 cities that made a bid to host. Denver did make a bid. They're not one of the locks. Ah. Chicago. Chicago, I don't even know if they made a bid. Wow. I mean, you'd be shocked to hear if they didn't, right? But Wrigley's, not, or excuse me. Uh, I'm not seeing Soldier it. Field is very small, too. I didn't realize how small it was. Did Kroger Lynn Field's Family bigger Stadium than that. put in a bid? I'm not seeing they didn't, I'm not seeing Chicago on the list, which Miami? is absolutely wild that Chicago uh, wouldn't. Miami, intern Jake gets Miami, one. Yeah. Cincinnati, I think, did with their new stadium, correct? Cincinnati put in a bid, not with their new stadium, but with Paul Brown Stadium. Oh. Um, Yahoo Sports ranked all the cities that put in a bid, and he said basically like these eight are locks. Cincinnati, here's what he wrote about Cincinnati. Henry Bushell, who did a story on us one time. With all due respect to Cincinnati, whose training facilities have twice lured the United States men's team, it probably shouldn't even be in consideration. (laughs) He's got them ranked 16th. He says there's no chance. He's got Denver at 14th. He's also got them in the long shot category. The calculus here is similar to Kansas City, but Denver is a much more of a long shot. There's better soccer infrastructures and richer soccer culture in Kansas City. Oh, Kansas City's one of them. Yes. Yes. He, He thinks that Kansas City will get one. Although he thinks they're on the bubble, but he does think they'll get one. He's but got Nashville on the bubble. I would like just one within driving distance. He says you know. FIFA officials left Nashville impressed after their visit last fall, but uncertainty surrounding the future of the Music City's NFL venue. The Titans are now planning to build a new stadium instead of renovating Nissan Stadium has left FIFA asking a simple question. Why with so many low-risk options would we gamble on a construction process that could become a race against time? Unless they got assurances, Nashville will be on the outside looking in on Thursday. By Indy. Indy not, uh, didn't put in a bid. So The list that they think did it real quick, Roush. New York, mm-hmm. Dallas, Atlanta, L.A., Philly, San Fran, Houston, Seattle. He thinks that those will definitely get the bids, and then there'll be two, two left, two or four left, I think. So out of that next bunch. The next bunch is Kansas City, Boston, Nashville, Denver, Orlando, and then Cincinnati. And, again, doesn't look good for Cincinnati. I, too, just wanted one within driving distance. Give me one of Cincinnati and Nashville. I know Atlanta, techni- I mean, anything's yeah, driving distance technically. Right. But, yeah, I wanted Nashville or Cincy. When How I heard this, Kansas I got excited City? about it. That's about a, like an eight-hour drive. It's that far, really? Yeah, it's a hike. Sheesh. 
Yeah. You probably make it on seven or something, but it's it's not it ain't easy and it ain't the prettiest drive in the world either. Uh Texter five zero two four one four fourteen fifty says the war against podcast listeners has gone too far. No show posted and it's damn near two o'clock. There will be hell to pay if Scooter or Intern Dingus don't ship up. Hell to pay. Intern Dingus. <laughs> Intern Dingus. <laughs> Sounds like TJ has a case of the Mondays. I mean, it was pretty frustrating. Somebody's yeah. got a case of the Mondays. And like, you know, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but for listeners, that's a good way to have people not listen, is what we were doing yesterday. It was frustrating. I was with you on that. Texter says, TJ, I'm the most laid back person ever, and the delay on the show gives me anxiety. LOL. I know it has to really grind your, grind your gears. Yeah, it's just the worst. We going to figure that out today? Uh, I don't have time, but... Mm. Did you bring you your stuff? Did you bring your laptop? Jacob did. I'll bring mine tomorrow. All right. Well, let's do it tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. Hump day. It's We're going to figure it out. It's only a day away. <laughs> Text for TJ. I just got caught up on Better Call Saul. I laughed out loud when Howard pulled out the photos in that meeting and they had been switched. That show is dope. <laughs> that was a great, great text. Uh, that Gosh, Better Call Saul. It's kind of it's maybe a little slower for some folks, but unbelievable season. Really good stuff. If you're not, if you're a fan of Breaking Bad and you're not watching Better Call Saul, I would question if you're actually a fan of Breaking Bad. I mean that. You can make a case Better Call Saul's better. I don't know if I would agree with it, but you could make a pretty compelling case. The last episode, holy moly! If you're a UFL fan, are you genuinely concerned about Kenny's recruiting? The fact that he hasn't landed a single big name with nil, the transfer portal being so prevalent, is mind-boggling. There's not much room for excuse for new coaches now with being able to rebuild the roster so quickly. NCAA shadows must be looming quite large on Floyd Street. Yeah, maybe so. Yeah. I- I'm shocked by it, though. Like, to-, to not really get anybody that they really wanted or that could really make an impact is shocking to me. I thought Kenny Payne would go in there and have enough connections and relationships to get a few people just to to buy in. Didn't happen though. Nope. Did not did not happen. And I that's not a bad theory, but the thing is is Chris Mack was even getting super six when he had all of his stuff looming. So may, may, maybe they're much more pessimistic about their prospects. I I don't that, that can't be it though, right? I don't know. Yeah, I, Favorite draft beer? Well, uh, you know, I mean, anything cold. can be on draft. Yeah, <laughs> cold. I you will know, some say, places you can get space dust on draft, and that's delicious. Uh, the um, like typically when I get a draft beer, I just like Bud Light, Coors Light, whatever. You know, yeah. but it is nice every once in a while to get the the IPA like out of in a in a nice glass. That's uh, <sighs> those are good. No, uh, you're you're that's just a young foul. you're just a young pup. You don't like IPAs yet, that buddy. Is- I thought that was a yawn. I was like, wow. You'll get there. Hey, so fun, you'll, you'll get there. Fun fact, I'm not a big IPA guy either. It's my least favorite <laughs> beer style. But I got a six-pack of Space Dust from the hotel the other day. Uh-huh. Space Dust is where it's at. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm, I'm a big fan well, of just, it. Is that your first time trying it? I think it was uh, the first time I'd had it. Yeah. talking about Space Dust for three yeah. years. I, I just I don't I don't seek IPAs like you do. Summer Shandy and really IPA? No, sweet. <clears throat> like, you, Jacob, you're going to get to a point where you don't like sweet things. You want like bitter, um, 
Put some hair stuff on that, your chest. Stuff that smells bad. I don't like sweet things, really. Well, you like summer shandy? That stuff's disgusting. No, You're drinking I, lemonade. I think he's just asking if it was an idea. Yeah, I was just Do you asking. like summer shandy? Uh, I've had it before. I don't, see, it what, is so yeah, far. I haven't had it so much. If summer shandy is your introduction into like different beers, going away from the light beers, not a good introduction. <laughs> Probably like, not going to get introduced to those then. Don't, don't go space dust. Start with Start heavy. Uh, yeah, that's really heavy. I'm thinking there's got, I, the first kind of beers I did like that were Ambers. I, I tried like a Wessex mm. Amber, just like a brown, which you can do with, um, um, like an Amber Bach. Like that's the cheap, okay, this is, this is a little bit more flavor than my just light beer. That's not a bad way to introduce yourself. That or like Newcastle Brown. Those are, those are just nice little way yeah, to, to browns, dip your toe Ambers, in. Reds, yeah, all awesome. Yeah, that's probably where you draw your line, though, right? You probably don't get all the way to the IPA. I think my like light beer transition went to Yinglings, which kind of had like a little bit of a that, different that, taste to it. That's a brown, them. yeah. And then I made my transition over to Blue Moons. I like Blue Moons for mm-hmm. a while, but now I ugh, I could have like one, and it's just too sweet, too yeah. sweet for me. Um, and then that made my way into the IPAs. You'll get there one day, intern Jacob. Though you'll get there one day. I hope I don't. No, it is nice, Jacob, when you can drink one beer because it's 8% and you're like, all right, cool. This is what I usually yeah. get off of four Bud Lights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My dudes, Alex from Colga here. When Kentucky makes their way down here to play Auburn again, y'all should make your way to Columbus. And I'll treat y'all to the best breakfast you've ever had. It's called Plucked Up. My go-to <laughs> is chicken coop, and it's an open-faced biscuit with gravy, two eggs cooked to your choice, oh, cut-up chicken tendies, Cru- I love that he oh, said tendies. Wow. Crumbled up bacon and sausage. Oh, yeah. Wow. And a generous man. amount of shredded cheese. Y'all just let me does, know when you get here. Does it come with a heart attack, too? All I just I don't need the gravy, but besides that, I'm in it on Sounds incredible. Else. Yeah, that does sound take so the, good. I'll give my gravy to Roush, but yeah, that sounds awesome, Alex. We'll take I'm you up for that. I'm a bigger gravy fan than Roush. Okay, I'll give it to Justin. Sorry, Justin. Jeez. <laughs> hey, guys, it's Cameron, podcast listener here, oh, hey, referring Cam. to the sitting and traffic story. I left Lexington at 5.30 a.m. to drive to Indy and back for work one day and did not return until 8.30 p.m. back when that snowstorm hit in February. But I was in Indy for a total of 15 minutes. Oh, my God. Jeez. An entire day on the road? Man, that just makes me, like cringe, like feel uh-huh. uncomfortable thinking about how miserable that must be. Because it's one thing – Whenever my flight got canceled, I'm driving to Orlando. I know in my mind that's a long trip. I've got a long day ahead of me. I can mentally prepare for it. Indy to Lexington is yeah. three hours tops. Yeah. And just, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it. if you left at 530, you're probably thinking, like, maybe I, I'm back in time for, for lunch. And lunch yeah, and that's what I mean. <laughs> then you get back and you're like, well, time to go to bed. What a waste of a day. Jeez. Yeah, th- that gives me some of my worst, like, nightmares, quote, unquote, or seeing those where – motorists are stranded in storms or whatever it may be just be the absolute freaking worst. <sighs> yeah <sighs> oh good reminder though with this weather being so freaking unbearable make sure you don't uh, leave any babies or kids or dogs or old people I'll, in any cars i'll never understand people that do that there's just some people who like how can brains you, don't uh, work how can you leave your child in the so car? there was i remember one story when i was a kid because that was very hot in the streets in the 90s. Uh, and then I guess it comes comes around every once in a while. Uh, but like in 98, 99, something like that, there was a big-time drought, heat wave, real, real rough stuff. And one lady got in trouble for leaving her kids in the car 
But she fired back and was like, listen, the keys were in the ignition. The air conditioning was on. I was running into the store, and they were just playing Nintendo 64 in the, in the van. They didn't want to get out. And I remember thinking, holy crap, you got an N64 in a van? I want to be with that mom. That's awesome. How did they get that set up to work? Living life. You should have came to the Tahoe with the DVD player. How life. What is the radio station? What? Why is this? Why is the radio station bleeding over to another station today? Well, go try fourteen fifty then, or ninety six one, either or. I really am impressed by when I'm driving to all these different counties that you can hear the Big X. Is it the strongest signal in the city? No, but does it try its hardest? Yes, and that's actually factually proven. We have the hardest working signal. Yeah. Intern Jacob, do we figure out how radio radios worked yet? Aliens. It's your homework for tomorrow. Do you know who? Uh, you also need to find out who invented the radio. Oh, everybody knows that one though. Hmm, do they? I know this one. Who is it? I can't tell you, or I'll give the answer to he's, Jacob. He's googling it, and he's going to find People the correct answer. Uh, they always get the wrong yeah, answer. Yeah. Mar- Marconi. Marconi. Right? Nope, wrong answer. That's what you said last time. No, I think it is Marconi. Take it up with no, no. Google. There was a guy in Kentucky that technically started it first, oh, and I yeah. forget his name. Yeah, we forgot. But his I learned name. about it in history of <laughs> journalism. So Jacob, look it up. Yeah, that's uh, the the more he doesn't get the credit for it, but he should. Damn it. We were going to do. A, Reginald... We were going to name an award show after him and not call it the Marconis, but we we're going <laughs> to yeah. name it after this guy. And since nobody else would know about it, we'd win every year. Yep, exactly. TJ went full Tony Tony Perkis on the poor producers oh, yesterday. Oh gosh, what a great call! Do you know who Tony Perkis is, intern Jacob? No. Uh, Are you feeling skinny, Tony? Perkis size me, Uncle Tony. <laughs> you haven't seen heavyweights? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, Whoa! Oh no, that is your homework. Man, now we're just the old. I like, this, I like that homework better or, than the other one. Disney we're, Plus. We're bullying young people for things they haven't had time to do yet. Going Disney Plus, heavyweights. Just That's all, a if you're all looking time for 90s a movie. Netflix and chill, do it, but <laughs> actually crazy. watch the movie. It's so it's it's great. It, even though it is a kind of middle school kids movie, it's great. Young yeah. Keenan Thompson. When your little girlfriend like makes a move on you, be like, no, we're watching this one. Hands off. This is, we're watching heavyweights. I need to know how these fat kids lose, lose weight. all this weight. Yeah, and you'll learn how they lose all that. Ben Stiller's weight. the bad guy. He's great. It's, or is he? Because huh? promoting point. a healthy lifestyle is that so bad after all? You watch the movie, you be the judge. Intern Jacob says he likes hot wings. He definitely orders barbecue wings only. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably the most disrespected I've ever felt in my life. But and you know what? It's the most truthful text we've probably gotten on this Thornton's text. A good barbecue ever. wing is good, but yeah, hot wings better. If I get Jesus. barbecue though, it's like that's when you split half and half. My you know, I'll, always... I'll get a few barbecue and then I'll get some other hot. About like a hot barbecue. No. Oh yeah. Oh, beat up no. hot barbecue yeah. is one of their best sauces. Yep. Okay. I'm not afraid to admit it. It is awful. <laughs> it is so bad. Well, they were a sponsor. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jake. Oh, that would have been. Not. <laughs> I mean, I, I just I prefer beat ups is low in my rankings of wings. They're, they're not. Yeah. They're not top five. They're probably not top ten. They do have some good sauces though. I'll give them that. And I, their I, hot barbecue is a tasty. I sauce. typically like though if I'm going to get a spicy, I want it to be the, of the kind of buffalo variety. Understandable, you but know, that's the thing about their barbecue is like it's got a tiny kick to it, but by all means, it's not like actually right, hot. Right, right. It's just for a barbecue sauce. It's got a little. Their mild is hotter than the blazing. Okay, intern Jacob, that's just they They have the hottest mild sauce 
I don't, I've ever had my I was in high hyperbole. school. I had their blazing. I played like in a summer league basketball, and we went there with the team afterwards. I legitimately like had a high eating their blazing sauce. Like no joke, it was your actually body pretty was wild. Just strumming oh at yeah, a the body rate. was just yeah. like feeling so funny. I like was like you know everybody's everybody's first time like where it like felt funny to like move your arm like moving <laughs> body parts after eating blazing for the first time it kind of got me into like wow i want to like eat more spicy food this was kind of fun um i don't i don't get highs anymore unfortunately <laughs> but that was just a one-time occurrence i've even had blazing since then and and must they must the cook must have just put something in it i got drugged <laughs> i i will say our our good friends at brewster's What's what's always fun <laughs> Love is it's, it's, you're kind of rolling the dice because the sauces are definitely made in house. There's been times where you go there and you get a, a salsa and you're like, oh gosh, this is. One time we had a KRC lunch and they I, can be different like yeah, levels. Yeah, yeah. I, I was eating the donkey sauce and it was extra donkey. It was an extra kick in that donkey <laughs> that day. Whew. Yeah, the, around that same time, the wife would get like medium. That's her favorite, and she was like, "I may have to switch back to mild." They put a kick in this, and uh, yeah, I guess uh, it can change among chefs. Man, hey, wings so good. Yes. Shame that we're in that stupid prices going up. Mm-hmm. Sure. Hey, fellas, Brad from Bellbrook here with a question for Nick regarding football. If you could choose one offensive and defensive prospect who camped this week to commit to Kentucky, who would it be and why? Nothing gets me more excited than recruiting talk, so I figured I'd just start the conversation. Well, I hope you listened to Hour One, Brad from Bellbrook. A lot of recruiting talk. But off the top of your head, could you quickly name two people? Yeah. Uh, From a camp perspective, Orville Reese is – without a doubt, the most talented player that's camped at Kentucky. And they're fighting Ohio State for this Ohio kid. He's an edge. Having that kind of talent. And when I asked Luckett, is he outside or inside linebacker? Oh, he can play either, mm-hmm. which is just you don't you don't hear that very often. So I would, I would say him on the defensive end. On the offensive side, it's a little bit more difficult for me to figure out because most of the really talented kids camping are underclassmen. Um, that one's gonna be a little bit tougher. A little bit tougher for me to wade through. I'll I'll, I'll try to think. He'll about. he'll circle back to. I'll you. circle back, Brad. TJ, or the only reason I didn't buy any shady rays is because I have a hundred pairs. Great shades though would be good for Justin because he can do shady things in the shady rays. Oh. That's for my brother. No excuse, Jonathan. Either you support your family or you don't. So you go to ShadyRays.com right now, and you do promo code BIGX, or you're going to get a noogie next time I see you. And then you can do shady things with Shady Rays, with Shady Justin. There we go. Perfectly said. Uh, Texter says, TJ's fed up on a Monday. Gotta love it. It was just, it was the technical difficulties. I was in a great mood. End up having a nice day. Texter says, one other thing, TJ. Don't walk back your breakfast statement. Way overrated. I will wait until 11 a.m. on most days to eat just because I prefer a good burger or chicken sandwich over a plastic egg and microwave bacon for Mickey D's. Yeah, I needed to I needed to walk it back a little bit. Breakfast meats are good, but if you're going to have a breakfast place, you need to have some fun options. Like that one place we went, they had the breakfast quesadilla, which is yeah. kind of different. Uh, breakfast burritos, even if you're not like a – you know, a Spanish breakfast place or a Mexican breakfast place. Throw in a you can throw in a a, a breakfast burrito. It's they're very easy to make. So you got to get creative with your breakfast. Just the old boring pancake, waffle, omelets. You got to mix it up from that from time to time. There's my take on that. Uh, if I had to answer, I'd say Boo Carter. Uh, kid's really really good receiver. Could also play cornerback. I just I know that kid's going to be good. 
Um, and a teammate with Cutter Bowley, maybe Cutter Bowley just gets in his mind, huh, maybe I should go throw to him. Still, I, I would probably say, you, you, you would think I would say the quarterback, still the jury's out on that kid. So, not quite sold on him. But there's there's your answer to that question, Brad. Texter on the Thorns text on 502-414-1450 says, um, one other, oh wait, sorry. Uh, Indiana Tim here. Intern Jacob needs to take one for the team. By the time he's 50, he'll have enough other joint pain. He won't notice that he can't bend his wrist. Exactly. <laughs> Way to look at it. Good way to look at Thanks, it. Thanks, Tim. Tim. Jeez. Either you care about the big X Nation in this golf scramble, Jake, or you don't. All right? It's that simple. Ooh, these we have three beer texts here that I just can't get enough of. Uh, two of them come from the Thornton's text line resident, Oscar the Grouch. And Which, whether by it's the, way, the Rutherford show or it's our show, this guy stays in a sour mood. And I just want, what can we do to cheer I mean, you up? The, the, the responses he has, too. Only U of L fans drink light, and Bud then li- Bud Light. Bud Light, excuse me. And no one likes IPAs besides hippies and douchebags. Well, you're, you're, you're <laughs> taking away. Oh, you're a Miller Light guy. Oh, every day but Miller Light sucks. Blah, 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 blah. That's gotta be. That's gotta be this guy. Which also the one beer people I just don't understand. I, I variety's the spice of life. Enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Why drink the same beer your entire life? And you may be right about the douchebags, but IPAs are beyond the hippie realm. Their IPAs are too mainstream for even hippies now. Hippies moved on to some something else. So you're out of touch with that. You're out of date. And quite frankly, with the Bud Light text, you're out of line, pal. Yeah. So go on and get. Hippies drink mead. Suck it. Yeah, or um, what's the other stuff? The, not Molson. Uh, Do you all see Aaron Rodgers' new girlfriend? Already? She's a witch. Oh, a witch. Packers so, are winning the Super Bowl. I'm just saying right. that. Oh, so he got with her this to is get like some a, good This is like a Stannis Game of Thrones situation. He's going to turn into Jon Snow. He's going he's gonna, he's gonna to kill his daughter. <laughs> a draft spotted – it didn't, didn't happen in the books, by the way. Huh. A draft spotted cow is worth a trip stand. to Wisconsin, I promise. All right, so I did not know that spotted cow is on draft. And, TJ, I don't know if you've ever had – No, what's a spotted it's cow? It's so good. They only sell it's it within beer? the state of Wisconsin. Yeah, bottled beer, and it, it really is. Oh, I've had that. It's, yeah. It's – everybody thinks their regional beer is great, and it's mostly just because you can only get it there that it tastes so good, and it's not that good. Spotted cow, is worth the hype. Good. It's yeah. so freaking yeah, awesome. Yeah, it is good. It's awesome. I had that last summer. Ugh. That's our show. I'm sure we probably missed some stuff. Uh, I feel like there's some basketball stuff we didn't get to. But the beauty of it is we'll be back tomorrow at 7 a.m. So if we miss anything too big, we'll come back. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about whatever news happens today. And we'll be back at 7 a.m. We hope that you join us. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Rouse, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob just dominated the board today. We'll see you at 7 a.m. in the crib, ma. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. When the pigs try to get at you.